0: Welcome to Baggage Unclaimed. In this episode, we shall be unpacking another narco-sadism video. The grotesque series of events that occur in this video were done by the CJNG. These unimaginable acts of sadism and brutality were done to a young fella who was known as El Vago. His exact age is not mentioned in the various articles and news publications written on the subject. However, what makes this piece of not-safe-for-life content even more disturbing is how young the victim looked. This dude was at most 20 years old. Members of the CJNG interrogated, executed, and dismembered the nephew of Leila Manticas, also known as El Cien, the 100, the leader of La Familia Michoacana, in Huatamo, a municipality in the state of Michoacan, Mexico. La Familia Michoacana, LFM, also known as La Familia, is one of the world's strangest and most dangerous cartels. Its Bible-thumping leaders recruit young people from rehab centers, insisting that they kick out their addictions to alcohol, drugs, and other harmful substances, and then apply to join their group once they are sober. How ironic. The novices must undergo a two-month brainwashing program that includes scripture readings, motivational speakers, and extended times of quiet and meditation. They may become couriers, lookouts, or drivers after finishing their training. Those who exhibit a proclivity for violence are herded into groups of 40 and transported to the Jesus del Monte, a wilderness area. They are instructed to shoot, butcher, and cook 15 victims, to show that they are not offended by touching bloody body parts or hesitant about killing innocent people. The point is, after all this rigorous reprogramming, the members of La Familia Michoacana come out as very heartless killing machines. Let us just say you do not want to cross these guys. They are mostly low-key, but can be mean and brutal as fuck when you rub them the wrong way. There is quite a lot to unpack about LFM, but as you are well aware, in this space we mainly focus on the details and depravity in the videos. Please subscribe, leave a like or comment if this is something you are or might be interested in from time to time. I publish new episodes every other day, and your engagement helps this episode, and many more like it get suggested to a whole lot of new audiences. I am trying to build a rock solid and engaged community, so I try to reply to as many comments as I can. We are rapidly growing thanks to your participation and positive support, so thank you. That being said, let us get right into the video. We are going to have to tread quite carefully in this one because, as far as research goes, El Vago found himself in this situation because he was the nephew of a rival cartel leader. There are no credible reports that show he was a bad dude. He could be. I am just not sure. From Google Translate, I have reason to believe El Vago is not necessarily a flattering nickname. For this reason, we shall be referring to Elvago as the victim. This video is about four and a half minutes long, and unlike other Narco videos, this particular one is of really good visual quality. So it was not shot on a potato. The video opens with an interrogation. The scene is in what looks like an unfinished building. There is grey dirt ground connecting to a bare brick wall a few inches behind the victim and his captors. The victim is sitting on what looks like a yellow empty bucket turned upside down. The victim looks weak and in pain. His face has bruises. Probably from the heavy beating he received prior to this moment. He is a young fellow. He couldn't be older than 20 or 21. He looks pretty well groomed pretty much like any dude his age. He has a buzz cut. He has about 3 inches of hair atop his head. He is wearing a faded maroon hoodie blue tight fitting jeans and what looks like pretty expensive sneakers he is sadly looking at the camera his eyes basically say help me to his left is a guy holding what looks like a pretty sophisticated assault rifle the video is shot in portrait mode but conveniently the shot leaves this dude's face out he is wearing a thick black jacket and loose blue jeans to the victim's left is some dude who is out of shot who is holding what looks like a giant machete that kind of looks like a bowie knife This dude is out of the shot, but he is strategically placing the giant machete's blade on the victim's neck. Right below his jaw. The interrogation goes on for about a minute. The format seems to be confirmation questions, that the victim can only answer yes, no, or something brief. This looks more like a sentencing than a legitimate interrogation. Then again, it is CJNG. It does not really matter what you say, simply being a member of a rival cartel is criminal enough. After the first minute is done, the scene abruptly changes to absolute brutality. This scene shows the victim's head and torso. He is fully undressed, except for his black t-shirt that has been raised to his face, to restrain his arms above his head and cover his face. He is lying face up and the giant Bowie knife dude is severing through right into his left armpit. This dude cuts into the victim's arm like a warm knife slicing through butter. The point is, the knife is super sharp and the knife dude seems to have done this many times over he seems to have an in-depth knowledge of human anatomy, since he twists and stretches the victim's arm in just the right places, and in about 20 seconds, he is chopping through bone. He chops and chops some more. As he chops, the wound looks pretty much like a butcher dicing up a piece of red meat. At the moment, there is very little blood. As he chops, there is what sounds like a small radio receiver in the background. With some muffled speech, that later progresses to muffled music. What sounds like a mariachi band. The giant Bowie knife dude chops a few more times until the ligaments in the arm are all severed. He yanks the arm outward as he cuts through the last piece of white flesh, fat, and skin still attaching the arm to the body. As all this was done, the victim did not make a single sound. His head can be seen wobbling right under the t-shirt used to cover his head, but he does not make a sound. He takes quite a lot of deep breaths though. His stomach and chest area can be seen contracting and relaxing as he inhales and exhales. As this is done, there is some dude's foot in grey sneakers, stepping onto the victim's other arm to restrain him firmly on the ground. The left arm is then detached from the body and dropped just right above the victim's head. Remember, the hand is still inside the t-shirt used to cover the victim's face. Some other dude yanks the victim's right arm slightly overhead to expose his soft armpits. The giant bowie knife dude then comes in, bends over, and starts cutting into the victim's armpits. This dude is wearing red sneakers, sky blue jeans, and a ski mask covering his head. This one looks a lot more brutal since the victim is trying to resist. He tries to force his arm downward to cover his armpit, but some dude is, with extreme force, yanking his arm overhead, stretching his armpit even further. For this the victim is hysterically screaming behind the muffled mariachi band music. To restrain him even more, the giant Bowie knife dude steps on the victim's face, trying to shut his mouth up with the bottom of his sneakers. At some point, some other random dude in white sneakers steps on the victim's head to restrain him even further. They twist and yank on the arm. Soon, the blade gets to the bone. The knife guy then starts chopping and chopping some more. When this is done, the camera pans to an angle that shows the victim's torso and his Eiffel Tower. The scene shows the victim's Eiffel Tower resting right below his belly, exposing his nuts. Some other dude comes in and steps on the victim's nuts. He uses such a tremendous amount of force that it is clear his main intention is to humiliate and inflict as much pain as possible on the victim. As this is done, the victim clearly feels the pain, since he wiggles and stretches, trying to shake off the giant foot from his package. As all this is done, the giant Bowie knife dude finally detaches the second arm from the body. Some dude with one of the most annoying voices I have ever heard, picks up one severed arm, and brings it closer to the camera, as he is making some weird speech. He seems to be sending a message. The scene shows the victim's bones wiggling and moving around in the huge wounds that used to be his arms. His face is still covered with a t-shirt, but you can tell he is very much alive through this whole thing. Some dudes out of the shot lift the victim's legs at an angle. The knife guy then starts cutting into the victim's right hip. Just right below his pelvic area, just barely missing his nuts. The video then abruptly ends. I must say, this left me hanging. I had naturally prepared my psyche for 4 minutes of brutality and absolute sadism, and at the 2 minute 30 second mark, the brutality ends. Actually the video goes on with some dude running his mouth over and over and over again. He is definitely making a statement with a series of warnings. Just think of it as some twisted narco press conference. In this scene, the victim has been completely chopped up. His head, legs, arms, and torso are all piled up together to form some sort of meat pyramid. This dude's speech goes on and on and on for almost a minute and a half. The video then ends. A few days after Elvago's execution video was distributed on social media, his uncle retaliated. La Familia Michoacana, LFM, rounded up 12 members of CJNG, tortured them, beat them up to death, and partially burned their bodies. It is said that some of the folks that were killed were somewhat part of the CJNG leadership in Michoacan. The 12 bodies were stacked on top of each other in the back storage of a red pickup truck and covered with tarps. The red pickup truck was then left just outside the entrance to a ranch in the town of El Torreno Prieto. I have seen these crime scene photos, they are really bad. The top bodies are facing down, with the rest of the bodies right underneath. The bodies have deep cuts, what look like bullet wounds, and third-degree burns. Most are partial burns, so the skin is just slightly peeled off, leaving a yellowish or reddish layer of flesh covered by skin in certain spots. The bullet wounds seem to be dripping with some dark and thick liquid, which indicates the bodies were in the initial stages of decomposition. Most of the bodies are bloated and riddled with dirt. I am guessing they were beaten and executed in a dirt-floored location. La Familia Michoacana claimed responsibility for the attack by leaving a poster board with a Spanish written message to Alejandro Chidocano, the alleged leader of CJNG operations in Michoacan. The message loosely translates to, quote. Forgive me, Chidocano. I forgot your Mother's Day gift, but here it is. Attention. La Familia Michoacana. It is said there is a video of these 12 CJNG personnel getting punished. I have not found it yet. If you have any leads, let me know in the comments. Thank you for being with me on this episode of Baggage Unclaimed. Please subscribe, leave a like or comment. Your engagement helps keep the lights on around here, so thank you.